We hope you enjoyed the broadcast with Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomasdale Pitt Avenue, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we hope that you tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m. We're so happy to be in your presence once again with the Word of God. And we don't take this lightly, but to God be the glory for the things that he has done. Once again, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And I just want to take time out right now to say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And as we go through this season, we must remember the reason for the season. And that's that Jesus Christ came to this world and gave himself a ransom for us and stood in our place and went to the cross of Calvary and died for us so that we could be free and have a right to the tree of life. But as we go to this holiday season, remember to praise God for all the things that he has done. Today I just want to lift up in the word of God out of 1 John beginning with that third chapter. This epistle is uh, written by John, the youngest disciple. Um, he really tells us what love is all about. And what we need this holiday season is for love to truly abide. Uh, we need love, more love in our household, more, more love in our community, more love in our schools and our country and our world. Well, in order to have it, you got to go back to the one who gave us love from the beginning. And that's Jesus Christ. For he gave himself up for us. And left heaven and came down. And was placed in a manger. As we celebrate this Christmas season. We have to remember the reason for that season. And that was that Jesus Christ. The son of almighty God. Had to come down. To die on the cross. To pay for our sin. So we can live again. And that should make everybody happy today that you have a gift that came from God. And that gift is Jesus Christ. So no matter what comes your way on December 25th, it cannot compare to the gift of Jesus Christ. So put a smile on your face right now for the glory of God has been revealed. But in 1 John 3rd chapter, we see that God is saying that we have something um, that's so powerful in the blessing of Jesus Christ. And we find out the real reason for his coming. Uh, we all know that uh, he came and he was born of a virgin by the name of Mary. Everything that the Old Testament told us uh, was going to happen came true. And he showed up that Christmas night and angels um, showed up to shepherds in the field. And they proclaimed and said, unto you good tidings and good things are coming. Unto you a son is born and his name shall be called Emmanuel. Wise men from the east had traveled a long way to come see this blessing, this new king. And when they showed up, they gave three gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh to let us know who he really was and who he really is right now today, that he was going to be king for gold. And the frankincense represent his priesthood. 
And then the myrrh represented that he was going to die for the sins of mankind. But in 1 John 3rd chapter, beginning with that 8th verse, the Bible tells us the real reason for Jesus coming. And he says that, and by this apostle named John, that the reason why Jesus came is to free us from the works of Satan. Free us from the things that Satan had established here on earth. And uh, when you look at the Bible, we see the things that Satan deals with because he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But the Bible says that he, the works of the devil found in John 8 and 44 verse in the gospel, it says that Jesus went to the temple and called the people in the temple hypocrites and then of thieves because they were doing things that wasn't of God in the temple. And the Bible says that Jesus said, you're just like your father. The, the devil was a murderer from the beginning and he was a liar and he's the author of lies. So those are the works of the devil. But the thanks be to God that God gives us the victory because the Bible says the reason why Jesus was manifested here on earth in that eighth verse of John, third chapter, first epistle of John, says he was manifested so that he could free us from the works of the devil. And the works of the devil, according to John 8 chapter, is that he's murderer and he is a liar. And he's still doing the same things today. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Steal your joy. Kill your faith. And destroy your salvation and your love for Jesus Christ. And he hadn't changed because he's a murderer from the beginning. In the Bible, we read back in Genesis where um, Adam and Eve had a son by the name of, two sons by the name of Cain and Abel. And one uh, followed God and one didn't follow what was best in the eyes of God. And sin came into the picture back then. And when Satan came to Eve, he deceived her for he wanted to murder her in her spirit because the devil knew that everything that came from her would be mankind. And so he tried to destroy it from the beginning, but he didn't know that the seed was going to be in the man. So he attacked the woman to try to get to what? To the man. And the Bible says the devil is still using the same tricks. He's trying to murder your joy. He's trying to murder your peace. He's trying to murder your health. He's trying to murder and cause problems in your life, in your home, on your job, in your community, your nation, uh, your world. He's still doing the same things today. And the way he, one of the biggest tools he used is lying. He went to Eve and said, oh, you'll be like God. God doesn't mind you doing this. He, you, you're able to, he wants you to be like him. And we still hear the same things today. Uh, people lie to us and we come up with lies in our own heads. Say, oh, it'll be all right to do this. Um, it's Christmas. I can drink this. I'm, I'm over here at this Christmas party. And nobody know. It'll be all right if I do this, if I do that. Um, everybody else is doing it. But it's nothing but a lie. And the devil is a liar because he's the author of what? Of lies. But to God be the glory, when Jesus came here to this world, he broke that chain of bondage for us that we could have a right to the tree of life once again in the name of Jesus. And that's something that you should be happy for today. Because when you look at 1 John 3rd chapter, um, 
God tells us how blessed we are because the gift of Jesus Christ has come into our life. He calls us the sons of God. And when he says sons, he means um, men and women and children. For we are his children. We are his son, the sons of God. And in that first verse of John, first uh, John third chapter, he says, Beloved, you are loved as the sons of God. So when Jesus came into this world, he broke that chain, the bondage, that, that trap that we had, that we couldn't break loose of the devil from the um, original sin. And by him showing up and dying on the cross of Calvary, uh, we can have our love back. And that's the love of God in our life. And for the God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. You can love your neighbor and be sincere about it. Um, you can love your friends. You can love um, to do charity and to do those things because um, the devil can't hold your love back now. We're free to love in the name of Jesus. Not only that first verse says that we're loved, but the second verse says that one day we shall all be changed. And the Bible says we don't know who we are or what we look like. But when Jesus Christ appears, we shall all be changed into his image. I don't care what you look like, what you, um, um, how you carry yourself now. Uh, you may have a little weight on you. Just, just be truthful about it. You may, we have, you may feel like you might not be your very best um, sometime. But I'm here today to tell you that God is going to make a change in your life. When he returns, we shall look like him. Uh, we shall have no more sickness, uh, no more heartache, no more pains in the body, uh, no more body getting tired, no more aging at all. So we got something to be happy for because one day when Jesus split that sky, we shall all be changed. And we don't know what we shall look like, but when he appears, we're going to be changed. And when the change comes, it's going to be in a moment and twinkling of an eye. We shall all be changed and we shall take off corruption and corrupted bodies and put on incorruption according to uh, Thessalonians. And we shall take off filth and put on righteousness. When Jesus returns, he's going to make a difference in our existence. And not only verse 2 says that we shall be changed through Jesus Christ, but the third verse says that we have hope as the sons of God. No matter what throws you, comes in your life or what um, life may throw your way, you have hope in Jesus that it will not stay the same, that change is going to come. And how many of y'all believe that change will come? As long as you got Jesus, every morning when you get up, you ought to thank God for another day. Uh, you, you ought to thank him during the day for another chance. Because situation can change. And whatever you may be going through financially, um, um, health-wise, or um, mental-wise, or just may feeling um, discouraged, I'm here today to keep hope, hope alive. Uh, they used to say that saying a few years ago, keep hope alive. And the reason why I say it today is because Jesus is still on the throne. And whatever may be a despair right now can be changed in the name of Jesus. Uh, prayer can cause an effect on hope and make your hope stronger because it will come. And not only in third verse say we have hope as the sons of God through Jesus Christ, 
But the seventh verse says we have been made righteous because we are righteous because he is righteous. And when he says he is righteous, he's talking about Jesus Christ being righteous. And we're the sons of God because what Jesus did on the cross and did on Calvary, it gives us the same image. If we partake of his body and his blood, um, God doesn't see our sins anymore. He sees the blood of Jesus covering us from head to toe. We are covered by the blood. And so we look righteous in front of the eyes of God by what Jesus did on the cross of Calvary. So remember who you are, that you are a son of God. Um, no matter if you're man, woman, or child, you're still a son or daughter of God. And that uh, when Jesus died on the cross, you're able to love again. You're going to be changed one day. And you still have hope. And you've been made righteous in the eyes of God. So Jesus came and was manifest into this world on that Christmas evening. Uh, they were traveling. He was placed in a manger and laid in a manger, the son of the almighty God. But he wasn't going to stay young for all, for long, because the Bible said that a baby could not save us. It had to be a man. And that man is Jesus Christ. So thank God he didn't stay a baby. Thank God he didn't stay in the manger. Thank God he didn't stay walking up the streets of Jerusalem. But to God be the glory, he went to the cross of Calvary and died for our sins. But early that Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hand and he sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty interceding on our behalf. If you believe that Jesus Christ is alive and well, say, I believe. Um, do you repent of your sin? Um, do you believe that he came and died on the cross of Calvary for our sins? If you do, say, I believe. Do you believe that he went to a bar tomb to bar for the weekend, but got up with all power early that Sunday morning, with all power in his hand? Do you believe, say, I believe. Do you believe he sits at the right hand of God the Father in a seat on our behalf? Say, I believe. If you believe that he's coming back again, for the church without spot nor blemish. If you believe, say, I believe. So go good in a good Bible teaching church because you confess with your mouth and you believe in your heart. And God has put your name in the uh, books in heaven. So go get in a good Bible teaching church. Um, we love you at Neely. And we want you to remember the reason for the season. And that's Jesus Christ. So keep a smile on your face. For that smile may be helping somebody along the way.